Welcome to This Week in MCU, the weekly after show talking all things Marvel Cinematic Universe related. I'm Kurt once again and with me on this journey, as always, for the grand finale of Loki is my good friend, Sen Raven. Hey. Hey, how you doing, man? Good. How you doing? Uh, not so bad. I kept getting spam calls yesterday. At least I thought they were. I finally yeah. answered it. I, It sounded like Dr. Strange because... It was just screaming and yelling and crying on the other end. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Um, okay, so obviously we have the big finale of uh, of Loki. Um, I have to admit, and we'll we'll obviously break it down, but I have to admit that um, I was not expecting it to pay off as well as it did. Right. It was. It was. Uh, especially, look, we've been a little burned with WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Both great. I love both of those series, but it, it, it I was, I was not, trying not to set myself up for disappointment, um, and then I was pleasantly surprised. So, so it's very yeah, cool. It was, it was really well done. Right. To not right. disappoint us. Yeah. So uh, as far Most as new, news goes and whatnot, there doesn't appear to be much of anything concrete right now. Yeah. Um, I will tell you that all I saw all over YouTube were interviews with the cast of Black Widow. That's pretty much yeah. <laughs> I saw those all over the place. And they were well, fun. That's kind of kind of the big thing right now, right? Exactly. Exactly. All right. So let's just jump right into it. Episode six is called Oh yeah. Spoilers. If please, if yeah. you have if you don't know by now. If you're watching this show live, or if you're listening to the podcast, and you haven't seen the episode, just watch the episode and then come back and listen. Because otherwise, especially because somebody was very nice enough just to rate us. For those that are joining the channel, this is a spoiler cast yes. for the last episode of Loki. Yes. So if you haven't seen it, this is a spoiler cast. Yeah, and it's pretty much a spoiler cast for everything. Yeah, <laughs> whenever we yes. do something, it's a spoiler cast. So, uh, yeah, you should know by now. Uh, so, all right, let's ju jump right into it. Loki, episode six, for all time, always. Uh, which is an appropriate name of the episode. I was a little uh, surprised that I hadn't thought that that was going to be the case already, but it's it's perfect for the last episode of, of this season. Um, all right, so we do our normal previously on thing, and then they jump right into the Marvel Studios logo thing, but this week, they changed it up quite a bit. They I was really surprised. Me too. Um, you hear, uh, it's been a long, long time, that song and that... It is honestly one of my, one of my favorites. Yeah, and and it's it, it's the same recording that they were using when Steve and Peggy were dancing, and uh, I think it was playing when Steve woke up out of the ice. It, you know, it's 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 got some significance in the MCU. Um, I didn't. I was. I thought about it, and I I decided against it. But I did not break down every single clip. In that there logo. was a lot. There was a like, lot. I tried to listen to it, and there was a lot of stuff going on at the same time there. That being uh, said, there was some, oh yeah, go yeah, ahead. No, no, there was just like clips that I recognized, and then stuff that I just couldn't place. Yeah, so a lot of people broke it down like to every single clip. Um, no. 
if if you're really interested in that, search for it. It's not significant to the episode uh, specifically. It's just uh, it was it was interesting because it was there were a lot of quotes from the MCU, um, and then some quotes just from Earth, <laughs> basically. So you had uh, Nelson Mandela was in there, Greta Thunberg was in there. Uh, uh, Neil Armstrong was in there. Uh, uh, Maya Angelou was in there. Uh, you know, there might have been a Carl Sagan thing in there somewhere. Um, so lots and lots of audio clips and and uh, moving around. Uh, the one thing they did include from uh, uh, WandaVision, which I thought was pretty cool, was uh, what is grief if not love persevering? Uh, they included that... Uh, that quote, which I, I think still is like one of the best lines in that whole show. So, um, all right. So that's a big, big, big change. I don't know if even that might be a permanent change. We just don't know yet. Or, I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a permanent change, but it was really cool to hear that. Yeah, it was odd. And so, um, and it kind of morphs right from that because... As as the Marvel uh, Studios um, logo kind of morphs away, we get kind of a universal type look, and they're still playing quotes and everything. And then that morphs right into the timeline and the building that we see at the end of the last episode. And then you get Loki and Sylvie standing outside the building, and we go right into the Loki title. So, uh, cool. It was very cool. Um, and then uh, we open on the building surrounded by the timeline. We see the the solid sacred timeline going all around this building. It's kind of a universe look, except it's just the end of time. Um, and and we find out that that this building is actually it's the it's in the comics it's been referred to, and they refer to it here as well as the Citadel at the end of time. Which was so. kind of cool because I went, is that the Citadel and the Citadel at the end of time? And they go, Citadel at the end of time. I'm like, oh, <laughs> thanks for the confirmation. Right, yes. Um, so clearly they're hesitant to go in. And, and and Sylvie wants to kick the door in because that's what she does. And Loki's laying, yeah, you want to go kick the door in, don't you? Maybe we need to wait. And she goes up to the door and it just opens. Okay. Now, the one of the weirder things that we see in this building is there are two giant statues in the foyer, and they have clock faces for faces. And that, really, because yeah. that's the strangest thing we could we could possibly well, see so far, <laughs> so <Yeah>. far. <laughs> um, and the 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 weird the my first thought was so. Miss Minutes has a clock face. Uh-huh. Um, so they're they're just like being very careful and they're quietly walking forward. And we get a jump scare. And the jump scare is Miss Minutes popping right in. Yeah, I didn't appreciate <laughs> that creepy little thing popping Oh up. my god, it was just so weird. And, and she welcome to the Citadel at the end of time. Okay, good. Thanks yeah. for the confirmation. Yep. <laughs> and she... Look, I think everybody can agree. Miss Minutes has gotten creepier as the show has gotten on. 
Um, Slowly but surely. Because she appears to be way more self-aware than you'd think she would be. Uh, She appeared to be a mascot at first. And then now it's like... uh, She knows a lot. And... Yeah, she bugs me. (laughs) So... So she mentioned uh, He Who Remains, which is awesome to hear that right right off the get. And... um, who we still haven't seen yet. And she says, Hey, he wants to offer you a deal. We can insert you both back into the timeline. It won't disrupt things. You can have whatever you want. Uh, Loki, how'd you like to win? You could, you could even kill Thanos. You want the infinity gauntlet? You can have it. You want the throne of Asgard? It's yours. You know, that's a, that's a pretty sweet deal. Right. And (laughs) And then she, she turns to Sylvie and says, Hey, and you can wake up with a lifetime of happy memories, you know, back in. And so he's just going, that's all fiction. That's, you know, it's like we write our own destiny now. And yeah, she, but just like the guy in just like the guy in the Matrix, I still want my steak, damn it. Exactly, exactly. And this is one of the creepier things. Miss Minute says, oh, well, when, when Loki says we write our own destiny now, Miss Minute says, sure you do. Good luck with that. And then disappears. Yeah. It's like, oh, come on, man. Like, well, how do you know? You shouldn't know. You shouldn't be acting like this. Okay, so we go back her to... Her and Clippy, I swear to God. Her and Clippy, just like the worst creations ever. Agreed. Um, <laughs> so we go back to Ravona's office. And Miss Minutes pops up and says, Hey, yeah, so I had to work some stuff out. Uh, but um, I'm downloading those files you need. And I'm going, wait a minute. So now Miss Minutes is being kind of secretive towards Ravona as well. Definitely and, shady. Yeah, it's like what is going on? So um yeah, so she she says, "Yeah, I'm downloading those files. You'll have them pretty soon." And 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 she goes, "Here they are." And Ravona's going, "Wait, these aren't what I was asking for." And she go and Miss Minutes goes, "Yeah, but he thought you'd need these more." It's like, "What? What? What?" <laughs> Okay, okay, fine. You're a computer program, uh, or not. Or not. Apparently. Right. Um, So we flip back to the Citadel, and um, they're talking about he who remains, and Sylvie's going, yeah, for not much longer. Um, They enter a chamber with statues of the timekeepers, Except there are four, not three, and one of them is destroyed. Mm. Now, the current theory on the fourth one that's destroyed is that it was um, representing, possibly, uh, I think the name was Iwasiwa, or Iwosiwa, um, who was a fourth timekeeper, but was responsible for killing Kang in the comics. In, and in, failed. And well, and failed, but 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 or maybe succeeded in one timeline, I don't know. Um, but but it's possible that 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 would be him because that's the only reference to a fourth timekeeper. So they see a chamber door, and there's some activity behind it. A light shines under the door, and the door opens, and it's Jonathan Frickin' Majors. We, I, I, I was blown away. And it was, this is early on in the episode, right? And I'm going, wait a minute. Wait, they're actually giving us him now? 
Like, yep. and because we've gotten used to no payoff, and they just say, <laughs> "Yeah, so here's your payoff. Just here you go." And in the comics, he who remains isn't always. Um, he's not necessarily a Kang, but it makes way more sense that he is. Um, in this whole thing, and in the comics, he's been uh, portrayed as really, really old looking. Um, and we find out that that this version is really old, but I guess you don't have to look old. I, I mean, no. So the cool thing was the outfit that he was wearing is more associated with Immortus uh, okay. from the comics. It looks more like his his outfit, which is cool. Um, he's he's sitting there and he has an apple and he's he's eating his apple. Now, I thought maybe they were going to do the time twist thing with the apple like they did in Doctor Strange when Doctor Strange was practicing the time right, right. thing. And no, he's just eating an apple. <laughs> and everybody was trying to like come up with, why is, why is he eating an apple? What's the significance? And It's just an apple. The dude was hungry. Sometimes it's just an apple. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, um, and he's going, all right, cool. Let's, let's talk in my office. And Sylvie takes a swing at him and he dodges due to his time twister. Um, and, uh, we flip back to Ravona's office and Mobius enters in. And, um, they're talking back and forth and Ravona thinks that, that Mobius is going to prune her and, uh, nope, 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 nope. Uh, we've got more, we've got more information and we find out Ravona's secret is that she, well, they, they, they went back in, into, uh, they, they went back to Ohio in 2018. Let's see. Oh yeah. So Ravona, uh, was a vice principal at FDR high school, which is where she got that pen apparently, which is, I'm hoping, well, we don't know where, right? FDR high school. They didn't say where it's in Ohio. Okay, they did say Ohio. Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Uh, the 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 New York FDR high school is where I went to high school. Oh yeah, no no, this is definitely Ohio, um, and we see B fifteen is in her principal's office, and Ravona comes in from uh, another office and says, "What's going on here?" And it's she does she is not. The, our our same Ravona. She's maybe the principal one, maybe a variant, probably the principal one, right? Because uh, sacred timeline, all that. Um, yep. And we see behind her desk on her wall is her diploma uh, from Ohio State University, uh, and her name is Rebecca Tourmanet or Tourmanet. Now Rebecca Tourmanet in the comics is an alias that Ravona used. Uh, to hide from Kang <laughs> when they were fighting or whatever, she would she would use Good that touch. alias and hide in plain sight, kind of thing. Good touch. Yeah. So, but we flip back to the Citadel, and he he who remains is talking to Loki and Sylvie, and um, Loki's like going, "Look, you lost. We found you." And he who remains is going, "Well, yeah, of course you did." And he he basically says, "Okay, hold on." And he pulls out papers and hands them to them. And 
these papers were exactly like remember Loki in the first episode when he had to sign. Please confirm that these are, this is everything you've ever said. <laughs> the printout of your entire life. Yep. So he basically hands them both papers, and it's a script of the conversation they just had. Um, and uh, Loki is listed as variant L one one thirty, which is consistent with the paperwork that we've saw er, seen earlier. And Sylvie is L one one nine zero. Um, I don't know if that means there are 60 in between or if that's just an arbitrary number, but, <laughs> uh, I thought that was uh, a little interesting. Loki's going really weird. If there was that many Lokis. Yeah. No kidding. Well, infinite, right? Could be infinite. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fair. Uh, so Loki says, ah, this is just a parlor trick. And he goes, yeah, okay, fine. How is this a parlor trick? If I already have my time twister preloaded with everything I need to know to keep from being killed. Because like when Sylvie takes a swing at him, he's not hitting a button. It's all it's pre-programmed. Like he already knew it was going to happen, so he just pre-programmed his his time twister to get out of the way. Which is kind of a neat neat trick. Pretty brilliant, actually. Um, yep. He goes, I, you mm, know, he, you're he gonna knows, kill me. I know you're gonna kill me. I might as well just not be there. Yep, he goes, I know it all. I saw everything that you guys were doing. I saw the little look that you exchanged you know, on, on Lamentis. Uh, by, I saw the looks that you exchanged you know, by the lake. Every step it took to get there, I paved the road. Creeper. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and he, he basically just he pulls out another stack of papers that he hands it to Loki, Loki and says, look, this is everything that's going to happen. Here you go. Um, and he looks over to Sylvie and he's going, look, is there anybody that you can trust? I know you don't trust, but is there anybody that you can trust? And Loki thinks it's all a manipulation and, and they're just, honestly, he who remains is just putting it out there just saying, look, this is just what it is. It's, it's okay. It's just, it's just what it is. Um, and we flip back to Ravona's office again. And uh, he goes, and Mobius is, is thinking that there are people that are willing to hear that the TBA is a lie and he's going to, you know, let, let them all know. And Ravona's just like going, I still believe there's a purpose. There's a reason. He go, She goes, otherwise, if we didn't keep the sacred timeline, chaos and death would happen. And the only one that gets free will is the one that's in charge. And no, she's not wrong. She's not entirely wrong. Um, Ravona then says she believes that Mobius betrayed her, uh, and then she takes off through a time door. And right after Mobius is about to prune her, um, and she's she says she's going to search for free will. Okay, great. We don't really know where she went. Uh, it's, it's a big universe out there. It is a big universe out there. Um, and it's multiple. <laughs> yeah, it is now, certainly. So we go back to the Citadel, and he who remains accepts that. He goes, look, I know my methods are deceptive, and without, but without the TVA, everything burns. And we've, we've heard that, that uh, phrase before as well. Um, and Loki is like, what are you so afraid of? And this was awesome. He who remains just says, me. 
which makes perfect sense, right? Right. Um, it seems like he's the nice one out of the family. Right. Uh, yeah. Yes. And he he and he starts talking about that, right? But he says he's been dubbed a ruler, probably when we're talking about Rama Tut, um, uh, a conqueror, clearly Kang, Kang, uh, he who remains, and a jerk. I don't know who the jerk would be, but uh, uh, maybe. Well, I have a theory. Um, so one of Kang's alter egos or variants, I guess, is like Nathaniel Richards becomes Kang. Really? Yes. Oh, crap. I did not realize that. Yeah. So Nathaniel Richards becomes Kang. So, um, and in the comics, and, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, um, Nathaniel Richards in one of these timelines, well, in one of these variant things, is Iron Lad in the Young Avengers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and Iron Lad, you know, is the younger uh, version of Kang. It's just he's trying to do good right now or something. I don't know. Uh, but, but that could be our Young Avengers tie-in. Oh, that's... Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying, if they, if oh, they I don't know that's... that they're gonna. That time travel is weird, man. So, so time you, travel you... is weird, but that's gonna, that's gonna be if they actually do a Young Avengers show and they put um, Iron Lad into it, that's gonna be very weird. Yeah, it is. So I hope they do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. I mean, because look, well, either that or Kid Loki or both. Well, but we've we've also been um, dealing with building up the Young Avengers. Uh, teams as well as the Dark Avengers teams. Uh, this right. one doesn't appear to have any tie-in to Dark Avengers at all. It doesn't far, feel like it. It doesn't feel like it. Young Avengers, you could definitely go Kid Loki or Iron Lad, even though they never really showed him, so that's a, a bit of a stretch. Uh, but but we don't have an Iron Man uh, equivalent for Young Avengers yet. Right. Well, they they could put him in, and then that's just the reveal later. You know, at the end of Phase Four, that that well, just happens to be a my guess, variant. Yeah, my guess is we won't see Iron Lad, and the and reason is we've got a an Iron Heart series coming. True. And and honestly, even above and beyond that, we've got the kid from Iron Man Three, uh, who. Tony was helping out. He's the kid that showed up at the funeral that nobody yeah. knew who he was. Yeah. yeah, and the fact that he actually showed up at the funeral makes it seem like they might actually do something with him coming up. Exactly, exactly. So you see, so you never know. Um, so so anyhow, uh, you know, he he starts giving a history, and he said, "Look, um, uh, Kang." You know, the, he didn't say the word Kang. I don't want to. I don't want to put words in his mouth from that perspective. But he said, "Yeah." Very, at, at no point in the episode does he actually name himself Kang. No, no, not at all, not at all. But we all know that it's Kang, right? Right, because Jonathan Majors was hired <laughs> to play Kang in yes. Ant Man. I mean, so, uh, but the variant came from the 31st century. At that point, there were multiple universes, and and they found out that the universes are stacked on top of each other. Again, just a multiple universe, multiple universe type theory, um, and they all, all the, all the variants shared tech and knowledge for a while, and then because it's infinite, um, not every variant was so pure of heart, 
and peace between the realities erupted into an all-out war. And then the first variant discovered Alioth and harnessed the beast's power and weaponized Alioth to end the war because he can eat time and matter and just keep everything going. And I guess, unless you're a Loki, he's unstoppable. Um, he's a good puppy. He's a good puppy. Um, and then uh, they created the TVA to keep ages and ages of cosmic harmony. Okay, cool. And he's saying, I keep you safe. And he goes, just wait until you meet my variants. He goes, that's the gambit. You got cosmic order or you've got uh, uh, cataclysmic chaos. And Sylvie thinks he might be lying. And he who remains says, look, you got two options. He goes, you can kill me um, and have this cataclysm all-out war start again. Or you two can run the thing. He offers the Lokis to run time, basically, <laughs> to keep the order. That that That's an interesting offer, but good Lord, that's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work and a lot of pressure. You know, so and 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 Loki's like, oh, why would you give up give up being in control? And he's just going, look, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm old. Older. I'm older. I'm older than I look. Um, which which does track with the comic book He Who Remains, right? He Who Remains appears to be ancient. Um, and and they're looking at each other. One of the things that he says that I thought was interesting, he goes, look. We're all villains here. You know, we've all killed and, and everything, but we have to keep the timeline constant or else it gets way worse. And he's sitting at his desk and they're talking and then all of a sudden you hear thunder in the distance. And he who remains kind of cocks his head a little bit and he's going, huh. And timelines start branching and he goes, yeah, so up until like um, 10 seconds ago, uh, I, I knew everything that was going to happen, and now I don't. And he goes, all right, so this is where we're at. I don't know everything anymore. That's <laughs> got to be a really weird feeling, right? Like, you know, be. everything is going to happen, and then suddenly, like, what? Uh, no, not anymore. Right. So uh, branches start forming. We, we see out in the timeline. The branches start forming off the timeline. And Loki's like, wait, so that's it? We get to decide your fate? And he goes, yeah, it feels like a fresh start. So Sylvie goes to kill him because she just wants blood still. And Loki is stopping her and wants to talk about it. And he, Loki thinks the multiversal war is real. Sylvie thinks he's lying. He who remains is looking on and he's fascinated by this fight. Uh, and they're fighting and the cost of getting the, 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 the decision wrong is too great is what Loki's saying. And and we, we run into a situation where they're saying, look, Sylvie doesn't trust anyone and Loki is untrustable. So... <laughs> so fairly, fairly decent assessment of the situation. Yeah, yeah. And so... Uh, they keep fighting. Sylvia has a sword at Loki's neck, and he drops his sword. And he just he he asks her to stop, and he says it about 
a dozen times, it looks like. He goes, I don't want a throne. Because Lo- Sylvie thinks she, that he just wants to rule. And he goes, no, I don't want a throne. I just want you to be okay. And then they kiss, which feels a little weird, Nikki. Um, <laughs> but hey, um, hey, self love is extremely important, and I, I'm just glad they they figured that out. I understand. So um, Sylvie opens a time door and pushes him through the time door back to the TVA. So now we have Sylvie alone with He Who Remains, who appears to be way too excited. <laughs> like, and and part of it is like he doesn't. Nothing is new to him, right? So even though his death might be there, this is all a new experience right? for him. So he's, he's a little excited, which is really weird. And there's not 20 minutes of exposition. Sylvie just drives the sword through his chest and kills him right there. And he says... Very to the point. Yep. And he says, see you soon. And they show us an outside view, and the timeline is branching like crazy. Just all over the place. Branches upon branches upon branches upon branches. I mean, it's it's out of control. Um, So we go back to the TVA, and the monitor where we see the sacred timeline is going crazy. This is the first time I've ever seen this. The timeline with the branches coming off it, there are no words on the screen. Except for TBA. Right. Like too we don't many see things. too many things are happening, so we don't see any breakdown of where, where stuff is going wrong. So <sighs> Mobius and B fifteen are in the archives and they're going, Well, there's no turning back now and, and uh Loki was put when when he was pushed into the TBA, he was pushed into one of those time theaters and he's just sitting there looking down and trying to sort things out and comes a realization well he's got to do something gets up off his butt and just chugging um down the hallway past a bunch of you know the the guards and the minutemen just freaking out finds and, and Mo- paying him absolutely no attention right finds mobius and uh b15 in the archives and he's just like we we found the citadel at the end of the time, blah 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 blah, and and uh, you know it's all it's you know everything's gonna be nutso, and and he's like explaining everything, and Mobius is going, okay, so wait, who are you? You're an analyst. You're an analyst, right? Yep. It's like where where which department do you work for? And uh, and done. <laughs> and well, and Loki looks out at the 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 TVA, I guess. Uh, atrium <laughs> for lack of a better term and who what do we see but a giant statue of i'm naming him kang where the timekeeper statue used to be and i'm guessing that's kang the conqueror yes kang the conqueror i mean and and look it i i maybe i read it wrong or or viewed it wrong but it looked like he had like the the laurel the the the, the laurel wreath crown around his head like, like yeah old time conquerors he, he did uh, definitely wearing a different outfit. It was. It felt very Kang the Conqueror to me. Yep. And credits. So, um, before we get to the that last part, um, because I know this show is actually running a little shorter 
than normal. But that's because there really weren't a lot of Easter eggs per se. It's all no, story. They, they, just it, sat, they just sat there and had a nice conversation for a yeah. little while. Yeah, it was all story. It's all set up for um, for what we see in the mid credit scene, which was... And I thought maybe because um, Mobius didn't recognize Loki, I thought maybe those credits scenes were going to change uh to be a different timeline and they didn't they they didn't change so we go through our regular credits and then it finishes and then we get our mid credits scene which is literally just Loki's file and then a stamp comes down on the file which I didn't I didn't know I thought maybe it was going to say like closed or uh, who knows a pruned whatever and they lift the stamp, and it says, Loki will be back for season two. It's, it's like, a creative way of doing it. it I, I like the effect of that, but like, I really was expecting something from the mid credit scene. Right. And then everything else was fine. I actually searched the even the foreign language credits to see if they maybe slipped and said Kang instead of He Who Remains. They didn't. It all said He Who, who Remains. Um but that was that was it. Uh, I and uh, I'm very excited that they confirmed a season two. I thought that was awesome. Yep. Um, I am now more convinced that uh, that Lady Loki, that Sylvie, could very well be the star of season two. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't see them doing it without Hendelson. Uh, yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, I think Loki has to be part of it, right? Because yeah, but I, he, I think he, they might focus on her more as a primary. Right, right, and and I don't think that they because uh, they didn't get rid of him, right? Yeah. So so it's not like he he had to go anywhere. Um, so I think that that's uh, look. I'm very very happy that the series paid off. Yeah. I, you know, even though I will say that we did mention He Who Remains very early on in the series. Yep. That was a good who, shot. About who it could be. And because, look, it had to be a variant of Kang. Like, the, the obvious choices were Kang, Immortus, He Who Remains. Those are the three obvious ones. Um, because in the comics, He Who Remains was responsible for creating the TVA. Um, now, the weird part was that's because he was the last TVA agent. Right, <laughs> so so I uh, got a little Ouroboros there. Just it was a little strange, but um, I am really excited to see what happens with the multiverse. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Because look, it had to end with the multiverse. We've got we've got Quantum Mania starring Kang coming, but but also Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Like, there was a um, a meme for for that one with the title being changed to Doctor Strange in a multiverse of I don't get paid enough for this shit. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um, so here was a cool theory that I heard at the end of WandaVision when Wanda's studying the Darkhold right. in her astral form, and she hears Billy and Tommy saying, "Mom, right? Help, yeah, mom, help, mom, help." Yeah, that could have been the moment where the multiverse branched off again. Interesting. 
So they could have been th- these series could have been running a bit in parallel, which I guess from a time standpoint it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but that could have been the moment that happened. Which That'd I thought cool. was pretty cool, right? <laughs> so um yeah, uh because again, we're dealing with the timeline and you know, people were saying, well, what about when Steve went back in time and stayed with Peggy? That should have branched off. Well, maybe it did. Maybe it did. And maybe this was the point where that was allowed to happen. Because the future isn't the future. The future is just another point in time. Right. So um, it, it makes, it makes your weird. head hurt a little bit. It, it, it's it, it, too it, weird. And if you're a Doctor Who fan, it's it, it's always weird. It's always weird. Time travel is always weird. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so let's see. Um, overall, where would you rank this series that we've seen so far? And look, let's take Modoc completely out of the equation. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not even. <laughs> that's yeah. not even part of it. Um, right. I think I like. They're all so different from each other. Yeah. Um, I think I liked one of. Uh, I like them all for different things, though. Right. So I can't really like compare <laughs> compare them uh, them to each other because, uh, one is action, one is dealing with the with grief, the other one is. You know, whatever this was dealing with. Dealing with free will. I think, free will, I think yeah. Is, is a big uh, destiny. One, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, we have to talk about the two saddest things in the show ever. One, Morbius did not get his jet ski, damn it. Yeah. And the yeah. second is, he doesn't even remember Loki. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was that was too bad. That, that really was too bad. Um. But, yeah, who knows? I mean, we'll, we'll likely see... Look, they are not going to have Mobius go away. No, they're not going to have right? him go away, but we had this perfect bromance going on. <laughs> but maybe Loki... Maybe that's part of season two. Sylvie is dealing with Sylvie stuff and dealing with the timeline, and Loki's trying to hunt down Mobius. His Mobius. Now that'd be kind of cool. So they could do a buddy... show on the road (laughs) on a jet ski yeah on a jet ski right um okay so there's that um also uh if people um didn't listen to it already we did a black widow breakdown uh earlier this week you can find that in your podcast feed already um all in all uh i thought black widow was a good time yeah um i i presume you liked it as well oh i i enjoyed it a lot yeah. Well, hold on. But you asked you asked me what I thought about, it, but you didn't answer the question. What what, what were your thoughts? Oh oh oh. Between, from... between all the three. Sorry, I interrupted you with the. No no, it's okay. <laughs> I get, I'll get off track easily. Um, I I, I branched off. Um, oh, so <laughs> great. We're gonna have to prune uh, you now. Yeah, please. Um, okay. So, uh, I I really enjoyed it. I am overjoyed that they paid off. Uh, with Jonathan Majors. Um, and honestly, I only saw a couple of episodes of Lovecraft Country, which is where he's from. Uh, right. And he's fantastic. Like, that's another part, is the acting by him in this episode was was ridiculously good. 
Um, loved it so much. Um, this, so this, compared to the others, man, um, if I had to rank, I think that I would rank... I think yeah, it really is difficult (laughs) because they are so different in terms of theme. Um, I I love the pacing of Black, uh, not Black Widow. That's yeah, of WandaVision, um, because while people were complaining that it was slow paced and they didn't understand the sitcom thing, I understood it to be just the slow mental breakdown of someone, and I I found that fascinating to watch. Um, now you can argue whether or not she was actually sorry at the end of it, um, because she, she didn't really apologize to the people in the town and she, you know, she, there was, there was, what what are you going to do in that situation? Sorry. I took over, you know, took over your mind because I was freaking out. Yeah. What kind of apology are you going to give to these people? Well, so, she walked by them and kind of looked down. That's all they're gonna get, right? And well, and so the other part of this is that, you know, there were times in the comics where Wanda was a villain. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so it, you know, we might see be seeing a flip. And I, I don't expect to see her as as a nice guy for like the first half of uh, whatever the next movie is gonna be. Yeah, I, I think, I think having. Following those comic tropes about having them be good guys and bad guys at times is really interesting and, and could be really cool from a storytelling standpoint. Um, Bucky, you know, for example, went through it just differently. You know, he was a good guy at the yeah. beginning when he was, when, you know, in First Avenger. And and then he was a bad guy at the beginning of, of uh, uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah. And then went through his redemption arc. You know, and I thought that was pretty cool. I'd like to see Wanda do a similar thing. Um, well, I'm pretty sure that a good chunk of uh, her next appearance is going to be trying to get her kids back in all ways possible. And uh, it's yes. not going to be good ways possible. It's just going to be all ways possible. Yeah, and we need that in order for Young Avengers to happen. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, uh, yeah, I would say I might have liked Loki a little bit more than Winter than uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm. If I if I'm if I had to if I had to rank them, so I might go WandaVision, Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But we're talking like it's not really even one two three. It's like one A B C, right? <laughs> you know, because they're I thought they were all very very good. So, um, all right. So for uh, for everything else, people are probably wondering hey what's going to happen the next couple of weeks or so because there's no series well oh yeah hey what's going to happen in a couple weeks yeah so here's here's my thought and i haven't talked to you about this yet nope i say next week we're going to take the week off okay the week after we're going to review edward norton's hulk oh my god Oh, because technically it's MCU. This is how much I like you all and like doing the show. I will suffer through this for for the for the listeners. Well, and there's a reason. I think there's a reason, 
And the reason, there are two reasons, actually. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Yep. And the Abomination. And Abomination, yeah. So. Uh, it's not streaming anywhere, is it? Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it's not, actually. Um, I will find out, but I thought I saw it on one of my streaming lists. Okay. But. Uh, the 2008 Hulk. Is yeah, it the two thousand eight? Wow, it is. It is the two thousand eight. It's the two thousand Hulk. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, do you do you have a VPN? Uh, yes, I can probably VPN it, or I could just rent it from Google Play Movies because I think I have like five dollars credit. Or yeah, something. I was gonna say I probably have the same thing, and I think you're right. I don't think it's actually uh, so actually streaming anywhere. But. Paramount, uh, it's still not completely clear. From from what I remember, and I did, I uh, looked it up like a year and a half ago at this point. Uh, Paramount's rights to the Hulk have already, if I remember correctly, reverted back to Disney. But there's a German company that yeah. still holds distribution rights right. in in Europe, which is why Disney hasn't done anything new. And the rules with Paramount was. That they could use Hulk, but they couldn't use him in a standalone movie because then Paramount had the rights to that. Right. So, so Disney would have to Marvel and Disney would have to pay Paramount a lot of money, and they don't like to do that. So they didn't. They just used him as as a as an extra. So yep. the the deal was reached for Avengers. They were allowed to use him for Avengers, but the German company still has the distribution rights for anything that's standalone, and that they still there. Which right. is why Disney Plus does not have the Hulk movies. Yeah, that being said, the standalone Hulk movies were never very good. So no, they were not. They were pretty bad. So having him as like a supporting character in various shows, I think it's pretty good. I think I think they they do a good job with him. Now you could make an interesting Hulk movie in his Professor Hulk persona. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but we'll we'll go from there. But yeah, two weeks. We'll 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 review the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, and uh, break that down. <laughs> okay, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, Sun Raven, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me every morning on Twitch.tv/slash Sun Raven for some uh, Marvel Strike Force stream time, uh, and a few other things like Marvel Marvel Future Revolution and a couple other games here and there. So come hang out. Have a good time. Request some music. Just chill. Very cool. And uh, you can find me at VO by Kurt on Twitter and Twitch. If you want to subscribe to the show on Twitch and be notified every time that we go live, uh, go to VO by Kurt. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, or anything else, send an email to thisweekinmcu at gmail.com, and we will read it right here on the show. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast by going to anchor.fm slash this dash week dash in dash in MCU or just search for this week in MCU in your podcatcher of choice. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five star review and with a written review, and we will read it right here on the show. We got a third one this week and have not seen any of the text yet. So as soon as that's available, we will read it out to you. And with did that, we read the second one? Yeah, we did. Yep. Okay, cool. Yep, we absolutely did. So, uh, and with that, we will see you next time. <laughs>
have a good couple of weeks. Bye, everybody. I can't believe you're going to watch the whole...